0: Wednesday. Happy, happy Wednesday. Beautiful souls, wherever you are on this phenomenal planet, it is time for Ready, Set, Real Estate. Oh, you thought I was going to say shift your thinking. No, we had a great shift your thinking episode on Monday. Good stuff. Check that playlist out when you get a chance. This is Ready, Set, Real Estate, where we talk about the flips, flops, booms, busts, raw and uncut. I think the only real estate show out here I'm going to go as far as say only, raw and uncut, telling you the real. Why? Because I'm 10 toes to the ground, right? Your host, Lisa Gillette, known as Super Agent, founder, creator, so many cool things, fun things, and doing awesome things. We're doing awesome things. This week, oh, I was sending an email to our program coordinator for the Real Estate Youth boot camp, and this is the last week. And she says, oh, it's so short. So guess what? they've invited me back. And so now they want to double up and do a seven-week session. Uh, I'm like, now I'm going into uh, full mode teaching, full mode real estate teaching. So no, they want to do two sessions during the fall uh, in co- in collaboration with LAUSD, Los Angeles Unified School District. So I am stoked about that. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll jump into disclaimers in the show. This is a uh, hot, 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 information here. Dirty little secrets of a house. Dirty little secrets. Dirty little secrets. We're going to talk about those dirty little secrets of a house, of a property that you may not know, right? That most owners don't want you to know. So we'll talk about both sides, three sides in fact. So we'll talk about the owner side, owner responsibility, there's an agent responsibility, and there's a buyer responsibility. So we're going to discuss this in full today, because I've, I've this is the benefit of when you're active in this field, you come across this and then I'm like, ooh, I remember calling a colleague of, my, of mine and asked him, well, I shared, I shared with him, I said, you know, came across this, and uh, I know we're, we're going to disclose, but it's, uh, does it affect the value, right? So make sure you drop in your questions and comments in here. All right, you know you know what we need to do here. Okay, so first off, roll call. Are you writing down your real estate goals for 2022? Are you writing down your goals? Make sure you write down your goals here, share them with, with us, because guess what? The timeline acts like a time capsule. That's what social media is, as I'm noticing for myself, personally and professionally. If I am posting something, uh, that's usually because I want to time stamp it. So I use social media as a time capsule, where I'll say something about market conditions or projections or something that I'm experiencing, so that you know when social media reminds you one year ago, three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, you said this. This happened. That's that's what I recommend. I invite you. If not, make sure you are writing those down. In your journal, you should have a journal. Write down your real estate goals. I've got one that's part. So it's um, I have a goal, and listen, I've hit my goals. Ooh, I'm excited. I've been hitting my goals so far. So <laughs> I'm excited because I've been hitting my goals. Why? Because I've been putting it down. Uh, truth be told, so I had this debt that's been following me for some time you know, past life stuff, you know, past relationship stuff that you carry. And I, again, truth and transparent, right? So I've been carrying this debt here and I've paid it off. I've paid it off. I wrote the check Monday. My husband was like, you'll feel much better because I realized I, I could a check the other day. And I said, well, if I can cut a check for, you know, 8000 I can certainly could a check for 5000 because uh, we were doing stuff for the business and different things, so I cut a check for like eight thousand and you know paid some stuff off. And so I said, you know what, I'm playing. You know, you know when you're playing, you know you're trying to hold on to your money. <laughs> that was me trying to hold on to my money, but it was costing me more in interest. It was costing me more in interest. And being in the youth class right now, as we're talking about FICO scores, credit scores, things that affect you in the past and now that stuff. That stuff rides with you. There are certain things that fall off after seven years, judgments, not so much. And so these were one of those scenarios where I said, you know what, Let's we're in a better space now, Lisa, you're healing your finances, you're healing, as some of you know my story, right? A lot of healing work, a lot of internal work. So this is why I come from a space and in place inviting you to write those goals down, write those goals down and, and execute, right? Stay committed. So uh, your girl is here speaking from my truth and I'm inviting you to walk with me, take this journey with me. So I, I, I did it. In fact, I've got to follow up with the creditor today. I will do that, make sure they got that check. So I did a cashier's check, we paid it off. And you're right, honey, I feel better. So much so, I'm doing a public announcement about it. Woo-hoo, it's I'm free and clear, right? So good. I. Again, that was my real estate goal. So here's why that was significant, because part of our real estate goal, um, I'm expanding to get a company car and we're gonna do some branding with it. And so in order to get there, I I had to get rid of that. So made room for company car, company vehicles, gonna have a fleet type situation. All right. Okay. You get the point. You get the point. For disclaimers, disclaimers, as I'm discussing and sharing um, from a broker professional, a licensed professional, uh, do know that the information shared on this show should not be considered legal or tax advice. Please seek reputable licensed professionals regarding your situation, case and or situation. Talk to those licensed reputable professionals. All right. You got it. Okay. Before I jump into today's topic, of course, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our show uh, vendor, not vendor, but they are a vendor partner. Our show sponsor, show sponsor, Omnis Property Solutions, omnispreservation.com, check them out. We'll be right back after this sponsor break. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310 957 9132. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to Omnis Preservation, Omnis Property Solutions, LLC, helping us out with our tr- uh, trash outs, clean outs, painting, whatever you need to do to get your property prepped, ready to go to market. Or maybe if you just need some maintenance services, I implore you, I invite you to call them out. Very helpful. Uh, we have them working on a couple projects for us, a couple properties. Um, we, I, it, it just, it's so it lifts the weight literally. When you walk in a property and you go, ooh, a lot of clutter, a lot of stuff, ooh, very dark, very this, very that, and you know these things affect value. You know these things are, are going to affect traction to market that property, to maximize an owner's equity position, I behoove you to consult with on this property solution. Okay. All right. Classroom style. I'm going to do screen share today. So yes, uh, we'll be talking about, so in your state, uh, let me do it this way first. First off, boom, dirty little secrets of a house. So where, where, where am I going with this? Where am I going with this? So, there are things that a property owner is required to disclose so that you have a full scope of what you are purchasing. I use the analogy to Carfax. When you're purchasing a car, most people understand Carfax. They know Carfax reports, gives them how long someone's owned the property, owner history, any accidents, maintenance check, have they been doing the maintenance? Well, in real estate, depending what state you're in, there's this thing called seller's disclosure statement. I'm uh, licensed in California. And so I'm going to refer to our real estate transfer disclosure statement. And then I will also defer and refer to our seller property questionnaire. Now, there are some circumstances and situations to which the TDS is what I'm going to refer to this for short, transfer disclosure statement. The TDS uh, is exempt, is is exempt, okay? For instance, bank-owned properties, bank-owned. As we start to shift into that market slowly, not quite there yet, we're not there yet, Uh, not there yet. Get the point? Not there. Uh, we are seeing that the. Uh, so let me let me just talk about market news. Of course, I'm super excited. I'm just feeling great, feeling pumped, feeling pumped. So let's say this: there are a couple of things that uh, we are observing. Market adjustments, interest rates uh, increasing. Um, I'm seeing depending on your local market. So we talk about hyper markets. So certain pockets and cities and counties. Have their own hypermarket, like a submarket. Some cultures are happening, so some markets not so much are being impacted as others. Especially if you're in a state where you're still experiencing development. L. A. is one of those places. L. A. Hawthorne, um, L. A. Hawthorne, Gardena, adjacent, Inglewood, uh, these areas experiencing development and still booming and projects because you're an inner city, right? L. A. Basin area, uh, and so with that being said. We're seeing our prices, those who were over eager, eager, having to adjust, trying to make sense of, you know, the effects of interest rates. And then we see things happening on a national scale. So I was actually reviewing what the numbers were, and I noticed that the numbers for the average sales prices in our counties, various counties, have dropped. Yeah, so they have dropped. So we are seeing that, are we completely in this correction, price correction? Well, you have a government stimulated correction, just like we had a government stimulated market boom, we are having a government stimulated correction. With that comes, you know, the effects of monetary policy recession. As we're noticing, people are like, oh, we're headed to a recession. We're going to, you know, inflation, this, that, and a third. And I was listening to this economist share. And it was a different perspective as we were talking about or noticing this demographic of the millennials right this millennial generation that is the the uh, largest generation first then the boomer generation so we have two things happening and this is why i said just focus focus on the market we have two things happening we have the boomer generation and the millennial generation boomer generation owner our owners millennial generation. Let me do my hands, right? Boomer generation on this hand who are owners, millennial generation on this hand who are seeking to be property owners. So we are seeing this, you know, now we're aging up, right? We have boomers aging in place, living longer, and we have millennials aging up who are ready to buy and make those big purchases. Because there's so many millennials, we're seeing this influx of cash that's affecting inflation and the cost of things and price of things. And we jokingly have been saying this, you know, offline and in our inner circles. About we've been jokingly saying this uh, stop buying stuff, right? S- slow down. But it's not so much of just one particular person buying so much, it's a group of so many of that group buying stuff. All right. So that's context. In the meantime, I want to bring to light these dirty little secrets, especially as we're looking into these two generations that are crossing, right? So we have the boomer generations, property owners who've owned their properties to usually on average of 40 years, right? So 40, 50 years, these folks uh, own these properties. And let's talk about those dirty little secrets that may come up. So there's this thing called the full screen here, real estate disclosure statement, transfer disclosure statement. What do i want to point out to you certain things that a seller is required to disclose all right so here they'll let you know whether they've occupied the property right so seller is or isn't occupying the property seller is is not occupying the property and then it says the subject property items check below when i sit with a client and we're going over sellers disclosures we usually and you should do this if you are a industry professional taking listings Front load this stuff. Get this up front so you know what you're dealing with. Uh, industry professionals here in California, we're required to do our AVID, which is our Agent Visual Inspection Disclosure Statements, and that's us documenting what we do, what we see, right? And so, seeing sight is you know sight is not the only sensory thing that we should be observing. Hear, right? Sounds, smells. Looking for those hazards. Looking for those dangers. Of course, real estate professionals, and by full disclaimer. I'm not a licensed inspector or contractor. So I won't be able to speak or touch on conditions and effects and pricing and estimates and cost of things. We certainly defer that to the professionals. But yes, the seller does has an obligation. And most buyers say, Well, what if buyer says, What if they don't tell us? Well, they do have an obligation by way of the two store these forms. And if they don't disclose what they are aware of, key term, ooh, drop that in the chat. Using chat box. Aware, are you seller aware of dot, dot, dot. That's what it says. Are you seller aware of? Dot dot dot. Let me capitalize of. Do 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 do. Are you seller aware of? And what does that mean? You should be disclosing what you are aware of. I noticed I just jumped into the show caption, and I usually do sound checks. So I just I want to do sound check, and let's uh, make sure we do sound check. terrible you know what i've noticed is that this thing does is really funky okay okay it's so strange so this timeout right so technical stuff it gets so i feed this over to facebook And then what's interesting is it tells me the link's expired, but it hasn't, it's not there. So if you ever see that I'm going in and you're on, make sure you drop in a chat like, hey, can't hear you. Really appreciate when you all do that. Like, yo, Lisa, can't hear you. So here we're asking, are you seller aware of is what we've got to look out for on these forms. What are they disclosing? What is the seller aware of? So here they're disclosing these items that are inclusive in the property. Are they answering here? Cause this is just a checkbox. Notice this is a checkbox. So I'm doing this from both sides, seller side and the buyer. You as a buyer will receive a copy of this. You can ask if it's already been completed and say, you know, has the TDS been completed? And what's interesting is that it should be completed so that you have full disclosure as an interesting buyer or party of what what is going on with that particular house or property. All right, so they're just checking the boxes here. The the boxes here just check off whether there's uh, washer dryer hookups, uh, trash compactor, dishwasher, not that necessarily the dishwasher functions, but is it there, right? So HVAC, sprinkler, septic tank, water, uh, softener, Right, all these they go through item by item and they're only checking what is has the items uh, subject property has the items check the box it does ask you also to give an approximate age of the roof notice that here the roof approximate age of the roof Uh, I'm going to use my little edit button here so let me see can we review oh it doesn't work on this one when I do this it's all good. So here, right? So it says, "Are there, to the best of your seller's knowledge, are to the best of your knowledge, or well, not to the aware part, but the knowledge means, do you know any of the above that are not in operating condition? Yes or no. If yes, then describe. Attach additional sheets if necessary. If there's a long laundry list of things that don't work, okay." Then this goes out. Of course, we're looking at property one, two, three, Main Street, somewhere in California. (laughs) Next, are you seller aware of? Keyword, right? Keyword, aware of. See, we're talking about aware. Are you seller aware of any significant defects, malfunctions in any of the following? Yes or no, if yes, check appropriate spaces below. Interior walls, ceilings, floors, exterior walls, insulation, roofs, windows, doors, foundations, slabs, driveway, sidewalks, walls, fences, electricals, systems, plumbing, septics, other structural components. That means overall the house, the property, inside, outside, around it, components, large systems, the major systems, Are you aware of? Okay. And then it gives you all these other uh, government codes and requirements in terms of those listed items. Again, are you seller aware of any of the following? See, as we're talking about our dirty little secrets of properties that property owners may not want you to know. And you as a property owner, if you're feeling like maybe um, I shouldn't tell, You know, maybe it's not necessary to tell, you know, oh, they'll find out. No, it's not, oh, they'll find out. You've been occupying, you've been living in this property, you've been living in this neighborhood, because we also ask questions about the neighborhood, because nuisance is a real issue. There's various types of nuisance. In fact, I was just reading a a case law that was cross tech versus forget the name of the other. Got to I got just finished reading it. Uh, so with that, it was a nuisance about the oil rigs. They're like this big machines they had set up adjacent to the property of this couple and who had 92 acres. And this machine was just going running. run it. They said it was larger, four of them larger than the size of a mobile home. And these machines are running 24-7. And it's so loud that they had to yell, practically scream to be heard. And so that is a nuisance, an example of a nuisance. Now, whether they intentionally created or not, had to be remanded back to the court for consideration or back to the trial court for consideration so that the definition of what is a nuisance, right? Because what bothers you may not bother the next person. And I'm sharing this because as you as a seller, if you're aware That, you know, um, every weekend, you know, there's, they host an event on the next block or down the street, and there's, you know, there's a big event, there's lots of parking, or excuse me, lots of cars and traffic. These are like, for those of you who are living near these stadiums, these brand new stadiums and forums and these event centers. Disclose, right? Are you affected by parking? Uh, sometimes the city will come out and say, you know, no permit, no parking permitted without permit, right? If you're aware that the events come and it comes with traffic, you can't assume that somebody who's not lived in that area would know this thing. You live there, you know that parking could be an issue, right? Traffic, people, you know, coming down. Same thing when you live near school, right? The school bell ringing going off. If you are near a golf course, adjacent golf course, likely golf balls will be landing through your window or in your backyard. Those are things that come up. Are you seller aware of? Let's continue. So it asks about substance materials and hazards, right? It asks about um, room additions, modifications, with or without permits, where you aware. Are you where? Neighborhood noise. See, item 11. I'm going to have to blow it up so that for the people in the back, right? <laughs> They're like, Lisa, you're doing too much. It's too huge, too big. Get to 11. Boom. What did I just say? Neighborhood noise. 11. Noise problems or other nuisances. Any zoning violations, non-conforming use. Look at number 10. Number nine, major damage to the property or any of the structures from fire, earthquake, floods. Have I been in transactions where we learned that the disclosures were not forthcoming? Yes. I recall last uh, October we closed on a transaction. Uh, when you, the buyer is looking for a homeowner's insurance, they've got to get a quote. And when they ran the quote, the insurance company ran what is called a CLUE report, C-L-U-E. The CLUE report revealed that there had been multiple claims for water damage. What is question number nine, right? So major damage to the property or any of the structures from fire, earthquake, floods, or landslides, yes or no. So what, what we learned was, oh, that's gonna affect their insurance. That affects their insurance premium. If it affects their insurance premium, that means it affects their debt to income ratio on their housing expense. It goes up, which means it could affect their ability to buy this house. So if you as an owner are not forthcoming about insurance claims, that you're, you're deterring the sale of your property. Be upfront so that we know how to work through it. So now we found out, guess what? We go back to the drawing board and now we have to renegotiate and they have to make an amendment to the TDS. They have to make an amendment and disclose that yes, yes, there was water damage. When and where? What was the issue? Water damage tends to be the popular one. Your culprits usually are your downspouts, your rain gutters, HVAC systems, solar panels piercing through your roofs, Um, Improperly installed windows uh, could be anywhere from not being properly caulked or sealed. When it rains, water comes through, water protruding, damages the drywall. You're noticing you let it sit. Now you have a mold problem, mildew problem. Bigger problems, get it? Bigger problems, right? Okay, so these are some examples. Uh, Key, so for those of you who are in this market, also are you seller aware of number 16, any lawsuits? Any lawsuits buyer against the seller threatening to affect this real property? Any lawsuits? Any actions, right? foreclosures included, pre-foreclosure, right? Says threatening or affecting real property claims for breach of warranty pursuit. For those of you who are defaulting on those PACE assessment liens, hero liens, home energy improvement liens, solar uh, liens. You know, you finance it, and, and so they have a UCC filed against your property. So UCC is a financing statement that says, we've lent you money to get work done. You now are liable to pay us back. So if you breach payments, that includes here, you should be disclosing that, that you got a little situation happening. Let me close my outlook real quick. Let's close, We've got a little situation happening. You should be disclosing that. All right, let's continue. Says the seller certifies that the property as of the close of escrow will be in compliance. Seller has responsibilities with health and safety codes. Seller certifies item two, D2. The seller certifies that the property of the close of escrow will be in compliance. Health and safety codes, water heater tanks braced, anchored, or strapped in place in accordance with applicable law. That's why retrofitters are a good source of business and reference. And in here, oftentimes we check this box here where it says "See attached Agent Visual Inspection Disclosure. That's when a professional like myself will make my disclosures as well to give my perspective of things that I've noticed. That I've noticed. Make sure you're filling those disclosures out. There's a proper way to fill out disclosures. Uh, Stay, steer away, stay away from using terms like good, new, normal wear and tear, because those are subjective. I don't know what good means. I don't know what good condition means. I don't know what normal wear and tear means. Your normal wear and tear may be defined differently than my normal wear and tear. I don't know what that means. Okay. And boom. So that concludes the art. Uh, TDS. Let's go to this next one. This bad boy here. Seller property questionnaire. Are you seller aware? This is to answer those questions rela- relating to oftentimes, this is a new one. So if in a transaction, you are in a real estate transaction, you should be, no- okay, my industry professionals, I'm, I'm sharing with you. Notice that when you now are back on market, and you were in escrow, and you received reports. You received inspection reports. You received maintenance estimates uh, that the previous buyer said, "Oh, it's going to cost me to fix the foundation. You know, here's a thirty-six thousand dollar estimate, uh, and so the roof needs to be, you know, done. Here's an eight thousand dollar estimate. The water heater needs to." Be. And you get these estimates. You get a home inspection report. Let's get back to this, right? Seller awareness, item four, meaning you no longer get to say you did not know. It says for each statement below, answer the question, are you seller aware of by checking either yes or no. A yes answer is appropriate and it's in bold, no matter how long ago the item being asked about happened or was documented unless otherwise specified. Explain your yes answers. So, item five now reads Are you seller aware of reports, inspections, disclosures, warranties? So, look at number four and look at number five. Notice number four said, Disclose if you're aware no matter how long ago. So, does that mean that when you were now in escrow and you received reports, estimates? Uh, And whatever the buyer submitted to you for their purposes of negotiating either price reduction or request for repairs, and you decided you weren't going to agree to those and you cancel and say, well, I'm going to find another buyer. I'll find another buyer and think that you can not have to disclose what you just learned. This means this now needs to be addressed and or amended. If I ask for copies of inspection report and you have them, you should be getting them. In fact, I should be aware. Buyer's agent should be aware. You have a responsibility to disclose. It says if yes, provide any such documents in your possession to the buyer. See how that works. Statutorily or contractually required or related, are you seller aware of within the last three years? This is disclosure of death in a property. Some people don't want to purchase properties where someone has passed away. However, what is a protected uh, class are those who passed away by death, uh, excuse me, passed away by HIV or AIDS, not does not require. Um, the manner of death may be a material fact to the buyer should be disclosed except for death of HIV AIDS. All right. Not disclosing that. Order for government. Health official identifying properties being contaminated. You're responsible. Methamphetamine. Are you running a meth lab here? Was there a meth lab? Should have disclosed. I think one of my clients purchased a property and she later learned that a couple years ago, prior to her purchasing it, they were using the property as a meth lab, which completely fries the walls and the plumbing and jacks everything up in terms of the interior wall and the systems. Um, Release of illegal control substance or beneath the property, whether the property is located adjacent to an industrial zone, whether the property is uh, affected by nuisance created by an industrial zone, whether property is located within one mile of a formal federal or state ordinance location, right? So is it near military training? Whether the property is a condominium, planned unit, or common interest subdivision, insurance claims affecting the property within the past five, how many years? Five years. Yes, that means we should be talking about it. Let's continue. Matters affecting title to the property. What would, what would that be? Matters affecting to title to the property. What could this be? Hmm. This could be Items such as foreclosures, pre foreclosure, you've been given a notice of default, or you have a notice of trustee sale. You should be disclosing that. Disclosing that. Uh, Lease pendants. Let's put that in the caption. No. Lease pendants. Uh, I'm going to be writing a book called The Power of Lease Pendants. list pendants list pendants affecting title of the property that would be yes if you have a list pendants affecting title you get that you get the point plumbing fixtures on the property that are not compliant material facts or defects affecting the property not otherwise disclosed so even if you said no to all those it says any other material facts or defects so it's okay to disclose and over-disclose, you'd rather protect yourself than someone come back after you legally saying you did not disclose, you did not say to us that this was occurring, this was happening. Had I known I would not pay this price, had I known I would have not purchased the property, that has some serious legal ramifications. So are you seller aware of, let's get back to that, are you seller aware of any alterations, modifications, are you seller aware of any of the property be- being painted within the past 12 months, right? Yes, paint is a thing where you want to disclose, but here's why this should be disclosed and you as a buyer should be very uh, mindful of your due diligence and what to look out for, right? What is being covered up? Water stains often water stains they could be active not active we don't know it's best to disclose uh what else any part of uh whether the property was built before 1978 so that has to be it says if no leave a and b blank if yes were any renovation sanding, cutting demolition of lead-based paint services started or completed if no leave blank etc etc so what is it asking because you know, dealing property with lead-based paint has a certain remediation, the way to do it, right? This is why it's a done with, you know, according to in compliance with the EPA. All right. Let's talk about structural systems and appliances, defects in any of the following, heating, air conditioning. So your HVAC systems, electrical, plumbing, you get why, you know, you should not be hiding those dirty little secrets as to whether your plumbing gets clogged up right? HVAC system doesn't work. Your roof is leaking when it rains. Your chimney, you know, birds are coming through there because it's not vented off or cut off. And there's a nest, they're nesting in there. Uh, rodents coming through there. There's, there's, this is why those dirty little secrets. People are, are, are trying to get away with their dirty little secrets, but it has some, some serious legal consequences That you should be mindful of, all right. Disaster relief insurance or civil settlement. So these are like, for example, those people who were affected in Katrina, right? And those people who got government assistance and you know, things of that nature, where there was earthquake, flood, and just you know, different things. Were you affected? Right? Yes or no? Water-related and mold issues. Again, water is the house's enemy, water is a property's enemy. Water intrusion, whether past or present, are you seller aware of, past or present, any of the physical structure of the property, leaking, appliances, appliances are a culprit too. those refrigerators that go out, leaking, your washer, the hose is disconnected, not plugged in right, or it's busted, leaking, dishwasher drains, you know, not connected, busted, leaking mount uh they're defected appliance uh, dishwasher stuff like that leaking water getting into water intrusion and then you haven't noticed it until you start seeing your your hardwood bubbling there's discoloration and now there's uh evidence of infestation of mold mildew fungus or spores right that doesn't mean that you go use bleach and you then paint over it that only aggravates that fungi, it only aggravates mold and mildew. Doing that, stop the problem. Stop the source of problem. Don't cut corners because it'll eventually show up. You close on a property, buyer moves in. Next thing they know, now they have this seeping black mold coming through the paint because you went and used bleach and try to cover it up. Don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Rivers, streams, flood channels, underground springs, et cetera. You get it? Water. Is there any water related to mold issues? Pets, animals, and pests. And then we're going to wrap this up because I think you get the point. (laughs) Past or present pets on or in the property. Are you seller aware of? Do you have pets? Right. Because there's the smell of urine and feces, discoloration, stained spots, damaging the property. Things like, uh, you know, bugs, things that you need pest control for, rats, mice, mouse. Depending on your location, you're more prone to one type of pest versus another. Possums. And coming around, having babies, and those things have pots and babies. All right. Moving on. User access to the property or any part of. So again, this is those fence wars, dirty little secrets. If you say, well, I'm just gonna sell this house, I'm not gonna deal with my neighbor, bother me all the time, pestering me about, you know, this, this, this uh fence, this gate, they're gonna put a gate up. Are you accessing somebody's property without their permission or with their permission? Are they accessing part of your property with or without your permission? You know, ingress and or egress—it's a big deal. Someone using your driveway to get through to their garage, big deal, right? Are you seller aware of landscaping, pool, and spa disease or infestations affecting trees, plants, or vegetations? Pools—so really difficult for you to not be aware of these things when you've lived in the property, unless, again, who's exempt? Bank-owned properties—they're not aware. And they'll defer and have you sign their own addendums about disclosures and due diligence because they do not occupy the property. This applies to condominiums, certain things about the HOA. Common areas that you should be disclosing. CCNRs and other deed restrictions or obligations. Let's get a title, ownership liens and legal claims. Are you aware of, right? Any other person or entity other than you signing this form so if you know you are married and you're selling your property but the other spouse is not signed you should be disclosing that yes i am aware that i'm disclosing i'm selling but there is someone else on title that is not that is that is not signing this form Past pending, past present pending or threatened lawsuit, settlements, medi- mediations, arbitration, tax liens, mechanic liens, mechanic liens, notice of default, bankruptcy. You see that there? Notice of default. So huge right here. Other court filings or government hearings affecting or relating to the property, homeowner, association, or neighborhood. Why? Because I've been sharing with you all the second lean holders you have a lien holder, you have the first the second and then your HOAs they are now filing those notice of defaults. they are now pursuing you for past due or default or breach of contract. They're now pursuing you. Who else is a big big uh, player in this this game right now that's affecting property values? Says any pace lien, such as HERA or SCEIP or other lien on your property, securing a loan to pay for an alteration, modification, replacement, improvement, remodel, material repair of the property. Be very, very aware. It also asks you the same question in H but a different way. Have you done mod- modifications, repairs, alterations to improve your pro- property? That's been attached to the asset as an assessment to the property tax bill. So G&H asks you the question, same same question, different ways. And then you have neighborhood noises. We talked about this. Parking congestion, airplanes, traffic, trains, light rail, subways, truck, right? So parking congestion was those who were living those near those uh, event centers. Is that a common thing? Parades, sporting events, fairs, neighborhood parties, Neighborhood parties, litter, litter. You may say, well, the person who's coming in this area, they can see for themselves da. can't assume that, can't assume that. You can't assume what someone else is noticing or paying attention to. So you have a responsibility to disclose your dirty little secrets about if there's litter in the area, right? Encampments are a common thing. Should you be disclosing that? Yes. Yes, there are encampments, right, within a half-mile radius or a mile or, you know, across the street, but in my, you know, behind my backyard, there's an encampment. You should be disclosing that. Absolutely. And then there's a section of what the government's involvements are. Do you know, do you know, especially this is huge, any planned eminent, eminent domains, condemnation. So you're trying to sell your property to someone, and the next thing you know, that the government comes in and says, nope, we're going to take this lot by eminent domain. We're going to wipe out this tract of home, home and build a school or put a freeway. You should be disclosing that. Those are material facts, okay? Vaping, any other occupant of the property, smoking or vaping. Any use of the property for cannabis cultivation or growth. Can you tell that these disclosures are gotten hip to modern day? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you get the point. Very difficult for you to not talk about those dirty little secrets. And you as a buyer have a responsibility to read the disclosures, read the seller's disclosures, read all the paperwork that comes through because your responsibility is not only to do your due diligence inspections, but to also compare what you found out on your home inspection report with what you also are reading and learning from the sellers. Did the seller disclose to you what the inspector had found? Oftentimes, if you properly read your home inspection report, you'll learn and hear from the inspector. He says, defer to the seller, inquire from the seller. Is this still an issue? Is this still happening? was this resolved? Because who would know better? The owner. All right. With that, I say we're going to wrap up. This was fun. This was fun. Those dirty little secrets. (laughs) But if you don't disclose those dirty little secrets, you can find yourself in hot water that comes with a pricey tag of litigation and you don't want to be in that. All right that I say, have a powerful and productive week. We'll see you next week on another information packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Be sure if you found this information value valuable, hit that like button, subscribe and turn on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our new episodes. Bye.